All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about the two grand jurors in the Breonna Taylor case who are speaking out now. They're actually going to be on CBS this morning with Gail King, and we'll give you some of what they'll be discussing in the Breonna Taylor case. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Y'all, the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, if you're a baseball fan or if you watched the World Series, the Dodgers beat the Rays 3-2-1. Congratulations They to won the LA. World Series, so congratulations to L.A. Dodgers won the World Series. Lakers won the um, NBA championship. Drop on the clues bombs for L.A. Ah. When's the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? 32 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's huge. All right. Well, what else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, now, let's talk about Breonna Taylor. Two grand jurors from her case are going to be on CBS this morning today. Gail King did an exclusive interview with them. They asked to remain anonymous for their safety. And they said they were never given the option to consider murder or manslaughter charges. Listen to part of the interview. Can I ask you what you both think of the police uh, behavior and actions that night? Negligent. They couldn't even provide a risk assessment, and it sounded like they hadn't done one. So their organization leading up to this was lacking. That's what I mean by they were negligent in, in, in the operation. Number two? They were criminal leading up to this. And everything that, the way they moved forward on it, including the warrant, uh, was deception. Mm. Right, so that full interview will be out this morning. So I know we'll all be watching mm-hmm. and uh, making sure we check that out. There's just so many different discrepancies. Uh, you know, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, said that he was a million percent sure that nobody identified themselves. The police officers are saying they did identify themselves. Uh, they're saying that the reason why it wasn't an issue was because he fired at them first and they were just defending themselves. So, I don't know, guys. This is ridiculous, like, because now I got to talk about what happened in Philly as protesters were taken to the streets for another night and bands of looters did break into businesses for a second night after officers shot and killed a man, Walter Wallace. He was holding a knife in an encounter that city officials are saying raised questions. Now, um, you know, the family is speaking out as well. Walter Wallace's mother, Kathy Wallace, had this to say. Justice should be served. And my son wouldn't want none of y'all to be out here and loot. Were you telling the police to stop? Yes, I was telling the police to stop. Please don't shoot my son. They paid me no money. Police about his condition when you called 9 No, they already know about it. They already know it's already in, in, in the, on his records. They there earlier that day? Yeah, they was there early that day, and they were standing out there laughing at us. What, what, did, what did she mean by that last part when she said they already knew it was already on? I think the they were saying calls. that he had mental... Yeah, when they called, okay. the, the sister, I believe, that called said that he had mental illness, that he had mental problems and needed mm. some help. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me seem like the cops, like... You knew that he had mental problems. It wasn't like he was out there, you know, ch- having problems or cutting people. You knew he had mental problems, so they should have handled it a different way. They said the, those officers didn't have tasers on them. They only had guns on them. Like, they, 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 they shouldn't have shot that young man. They shouldn't have handled it at all. And that's, no why, that's why the whole conversation about, you know, defunding the police is important because you take away money from the police and give it to, you know, mental health care professionals that can show up on the scene and properly know how to handle those type of situations. Bro, and they shot 14 times? Yeah, that's really Well, here's Walter Wallace's son, Zamir Wallace. So we need to always hang out, and we need to always play around, and he need to always tell me how to be a man. 
and these <laughs> white racist cops got my own dad. And black life still matters. He had eight kids. Mm-hmm. Eight kids. All that black trauma being processed on mm-hmm. TV, processed right in our faces. Uh, the mom, the son, you know, those jurors. That's why when I see these folks, you know, tearing up cities, I don't understand how people can be surprised by that. You push, 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 push people to the edge, and then when they pop, you act like they did something wrong. What do you expect them to do? Eight kids with no dad right now. Eight kids without a father. Telling them that they're looting. They're not looting. They're just simply releasing their frustration. He had mental problems, and y'all were told. Like I, I, like, I even get a little bit if they say, wait, well, hey, we didn't know. We came with a knife. We were scared. No, the call he said was, you he, were told he had mental. And then when the mom was 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 trying to block him, the mom was telling you he had mental by problems. By the way, even if he had a knife, man. Listen, like I said yesterday, there's a, there's a mm. reason they say don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You don't have to shoot the man 12 times when nah, you got a knife. 12 or 14, I don't know which where, one Where was the taser? Where was the rubber bullets? Like, you, yeah, come on. You, you didn't have to shoot the man 12 times. You didn't have to Not shoot the kill when the guy had a knife. I've seen videos of white guys actually I, I I seen 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 video. I see, I see stab that. a cop and run, and the cop didn't shoot him in the back. Like, come on, I man. I seen that video, too. I seen a, a white guy with a knife, and he approached the cops, and they backed up. They didn't shoot. No, then, did you see the one where the white guy actually stabbed the cop and then took off running? No, I didn't see that one. I'm going to send it to you. And, then the, and then the, and the cop just, the cop tased him. Like, come on, man. Stop. All right, well, that is your front page news. What did she mean when she said the cops was there already? They already. They was... I guess earlier that day, maybe uh-huh. there was a call. That's what I took from it earlier that day, gotcha. that perhaps there was a call that was made. They maybe had an incident mm. earlier and they came and she said they were laughing at him. They thought it was funny. Damn. Man. All right, well. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. All right, get it off your chest. Uh, I want to get something off my chest. Me too. Shout to Samantha Irizarry. Now, uh, you guys spoke to Samantha Irizarry. She is the f- co-founder and uh, CEO of Zap Life. We spoke to her one time on a Zoom call. Her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, I guess they broke up. And he decided he didn't want to break up with her. So he beat her, shot her five times, four times in, in the back and in, in torso area and one time in the neck. Tried to kill her and then killed himself. Uh, thank God she did not die. They told her that she probably wouldn't talk again, but she is uh, talking. They told her that she would probably be paralyzed and uh, her, she can move her arms and all of that. So I just wanted to shout her out and say, you know, well wishes, get well soon. Uh, she created Zap Life. Zap Life is an app which is uh, similar to Zoom if I had to compare it to anything where you can go on there as a DJ and have virtual parties. You can go on there as a, a trainer, fitness trainer, and have multiple people and be able to talk to people. And you can actually make money off of it where you can charge people or you can do it for free and donate to different causes. So I just wanted to say get well. As men, we got we got to do better. I mean, I, I know that, you know, we talk about how we are when we grow up. I don't know if Charlemagne was, but, I, you know, as a, as a young adult, as a teenager, I was very controlling in my relationship. Uh, and... Thank God, I, you know, I grew out of that and, and, and I learned to do better. And I will teach my sons not to be controlling and not to go down that route. But as fathers, as men, we have to, to do way better. You know, I, I hear this story too many times. We do do better, though. Don't put yourself in that category. That dude, that's a, that's some psychopathic, no, it is. wild 
out of control. When I was a teenager, I was controlling. I wasn't like that, but I was controlling to my wife, you know, telling my wife what I, I think she should wear, what I, I think she shouldn't wear. And, but and that's society. Society teaches us that as far as we, patriarchy. But as, as men, we can't teach our kids like that. We can't, we can't be that way, you know? But when I heard that story, it just really hurt my heart. That's you know, so difficult. Young, young, uh, young woman who, who was out there, minority, putting things together, working hard, and, and her boyfriend shot her five times and then killed himself yeah. trying to take her life. And thank yeah. God, you know, she's here for a purpose because she, she, getting shot five times and, and living through it and still alive is, is, is something. You we'll know? I totally agree. For her. Don't put yourself in. Don't put us in that category. Though. Like, that's some sick, psychopathic, violent behavior. He had some going on inside of him that would have something would have pushed him to do something like that regardless crazy you don't just wake up in the morning and say this is something i want to do it's crazy i heard that story it just made my stomach hurt you know and, and we, we were supposed to launch something on halloween and and i was like nah we shouldn't and she was like no this is my dream i i, I want you guys to launch on halloween and i i, I she just very brave and very strong so i just wanted to shout her out mm. And, and, and shout out to Samantha Irizarry. If you know, Google her, and, and you you you'll see how strong and powerful she is. She's Puerto Rican, and she's a minority that started her own app and is doing well. So I'm super duper proud of her. So. Raise up for you, Samantha. Absolutely. Sorry that happened to you. That's horrible. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You you said you wanted to you wanted to get something off your chest, yeah? Well, it wasn't as serious as that. I was just gonna say. Now we're back in the studio. I wish I could have my headphones back that I lent you for one day. <laughs> That's a terrible segue. Jesus Christ, my God. It was, but that was so I didn't know you were going to say that. You sound so selfish. <laughs> you should have just let the moment pass. All right? <laughs> Come back yes. the next break. All right? Goodness gracious. Jesus All right. Christ, Get, you feels Get it off your chest. Going go through a problem like this, and you want your headphones back? That's all this is just about headphones, G? I didn't know you were going to say that. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Say it, say it Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Envy, what's going on, my friend? Charlamagne the God, Angela Peace, King. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, yo, I sent you, I sent you the, I'm the guy that called to talk to you the, um, the other morning about the sippy cup. I sent the box off yesterday. Um, it has the proposal in it, the two cups. So those are the expensive cups. Those are $12,000 cups. So it's only two of them. Um, those cups cost $12,000 you sent up here? Yes. I'm going to send them back, bro. I, I'll look at them and send them back. You you need to keep those cups. Those are your cups, man. I'm I, there's you no way in hell I can keep your $12,000 prototypes. I was thinking about your idea, man. You should send out the sippy cups with adult onesies. That'd be dope. So... But Charlamagne. So, <laughs> See, anyway. my, my brain works different. I'm telling you, that's a great marketing scheme. You send out onesies, adult onesies with the sippy cup. But when I get it, I'm going to post it for you, Call brother. Call it a comfort I'm gonna, package. I'm going to send them back. Because, I, you know, for your prototype to be that much. The in there, the, I, I sent the whole business proposal to break down how much it cost to make the cups. I did everything, like, and sent it to you. But Charlamagne, I need you to bless my cash app, bro. Because that I mean, that broke me. Where the what? When I sent that box off, bruh. He said, bless his cash app. He wants you to bless his cash app. No, 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 no. Listen. Okay. People call up here for real reasons. You know, you don't, this is not a real reason for me to bless your cash app, okay? That's you, you're, you're investing in yourself. You're investing in yourself. You're hustling. You're betting on yourself. Sometimes you got to hit rock bottom. You're exactly right. That's you're right. exactly right. I'm hustling for myself. I'm trying to make a, something for my kids. You're going to get so it. That's why I'm doing it. I believe in you, that's King. That's why I'm sending it. All right, bro. King, I believe in you. Usually you say, I pray for you. You ain't going to pray for him? 
I mean, you know, it's a lot of people praying for that type of stuff this morning. Man. I don't want to overload God, God with that type of stuff. I just, I believe in you, sir. Trav, what up, Trav? Yo, what's up, Trav. What's going on? What's up, sis? Yeah, yeah what's going on, Charlemagne? Yeah, you see what's it. Rhapsody, lyricity, yeah, you see it. Oh, God, yo. You, you know, see it. Hey, drop, drop one of clues bombs for Rhapsody, bro. She, hey, she deserve it. You put me on it, Charlemagne. Well, thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, I was also saying what's up to Dramos here. Y'all realize I come up there all the time. I call there all the time and I never speak to him. Like he's not a human being. What up, Travis? in the room. I, I appreciate mean, he's you. technically not a human Wow. Right. This guy. He's not really here to be on the air. <laughs> he's not here to be human. <laughs> F all, yo. We just need his hands. But, um, I'm, I'm calling to talk about um, Philadelphia, man. Like, it is, like, so crazy out here. And I'm talking about even before, like, the cops shot the guy. Uh, mind you, me and Beauty live, like, literally right around the corner from where that, like, we stay on 61st and Race, and that happened to, like, 61st and Locust. But wow. right before that, it is, like, literally, like, a few days before that, they shot this man. It was so crazy. I was walking through, like, by some buds, and I'm on FaceTime with my aunt, and she's like, you need to stop walking around West City like that. Stop walking around West City like that by yourself this late at night. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just like, you know, it's a hood, but it ain't, like, no like no vicious neighborhood, nothing like that. And literally this whole last week, they shot him, they shot like this dude up 11 times around the corner. Then the cops shoot the man, the mentally challenged man with the knife, which everybody keeps saying he deserved it because he was charging with a knife, not realizing no. he was like was off his meds. Absolutely. And he was and he was mentally ill. Like, even if something, even if he did have a knife and he was charging, like you have tasers. Like you don't, you don't, you don't immediately start shooting a man that many times. Exactly. And I, and I don't know if people know that, but a few hours after that, like, they literally went and, like, these other people went and killed a 15-year-old and shot him up nine times. Like, something is like, really happening in Philadelphia right now, bro. They, they really need to, like, put the guns down. Like, I'm on the toilet last night trying to take a poop, and I hear nothing but, like, mad gunshots outside my window where I literally have to, like, get under the, like, get under the window. Like, it's, like, horrible out here. Damn, so your aunt, is your aunt scared? Is she going to move you, move you to, you know, with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's crazy, man. Thanks, Travis, for calling in, man. Okay. What, man? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. we got rumors on the way? Yes, we do. We are going to be talking about Kim Kardashian. Now, she had a birthday celebration, and some people are upset about it. We'll tell you why. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kim Kardashian, she just celebrated her 40th birthday, and she got a lot of backlash. Now, she was sharing um, some photos, and people were saying that it's insensitive for her to flaunt her wealth at this time. They said it's cruel and insensitive as people are continuing to suffer from coronavirus. And she also posted, mm -hmm. after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time. So that was... So why are people mad? I don't know. They're saying that during this time, it's just rude because... Did she use taxpayers' money to, to, to pay for that trip? I or did she not. use her own money? She used her own money, right? The one that she worked hard for and the one she did what she did, whatever she did, whether it was her makeup or it was her... Uh, what is that? What's it called? Skins or whatever it's called? Her skins line? Skins. The money that she made to pay you for her skins? own trip? No, I don't. Here's the thing. Kim Kardashian is acting her wage, okay? She, so so, so she, she can't stunt. 
She can stunt, but don't put it on social media. I'm confused. If that's the case, no. none of y'all should stunt. Also, it's her 40th birthday, and she definitely has enough money. It don't money. matter if it was her 32nd birthday. I mean, it's your 40th. It's I know bread. some people aren't having, like, you know, celebrations at this time or whatever, but... That's all y'all do is celebrate on Instagram. It's her that, 40th birthday. That whole Birkin debate was insensitive to poor people the other day. <laughs> okay? What are y'all talking about? Knock it off. All right? She got the money to stunt for her 40th, and she got the money to donate to charities and all of that good stuff. She's living her life. You don't Knock think, it off. You don't think if I, if I could fly a private jumbo jet to a private island with how many, 30 of my friends? That, that trip probably cost about over a million dollars. You don't think if I, if I had money like that, I would do it? Why not? That's my She's money. She's acting her way. Yeah, goddamn right. Y'all still stunting on Instagram. Y'all ain't worrying about nobody's sensitivity levels. Everybody's stunting at the, at the level they can stunt at. Okay, on Instagram. Knock it off. All right, now let's talk about this Tyra Banks situation. There was a rumor that she had said something about not wanting housewives on Dancing with the Stars. And NeNe Leakes actually called her out. What do you think about the reports that came out about Tyra Banks saying that she didn't want any housewives on Dancing with the Stars, in particular, <laughs> Nene Leakes, Bethany Frankel, and Teresa Judice? Well, let me go first. <laughs> Tyra, I thought you and I were cool, girl. I was on Dancing with the Stars before... Oh, I thought she meant like housewives, housewives, like not real housewives from TV. I thought she was just talking about regular, everyday housewives. I was like, damn, Tyra, that's some bougie, elitist stuff. Well, it's Dancing with the Stars. You have to be a star, not just a... Regular, everyday housewives are stars. Drop on the clues bombs for, for them regular housewives. It's called Dancing with the Stars. They're like celebrities who people know on TV that's on the show. They I didn't know Tyra had that much control of that show. Well, she doesn't. Now, oh. Tyra has responded. Here's what she said. I don't have anything to do with casting on this show. Yeah. Like, nothing. So, I, again, I think that's hate. I'm a business person. Come on. What are some of the highest rated TV is Housewives? Like, I want that on this show. I used to host a TV, a TV show, a talk show. Movie stars did not get the ratings as much as reality television stars do. So I just want to let you know, the businesswoman in me knows ratings. So when did Tyra Banks become involved with Dancing with the Stars and what did she do? She's she hosts host. it. She hosts it. This is the oh, first okay. season hosting it. The first, yeah, first season hosting it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, now let's talk about Tamar Braxton. She will be on Tamron Hall today and she's going to publicly address her ex, David Adafeso's claim that she attacked him while he was driving this summer. And here's what the, the clip says in advance of that. Listen, let me tell you something, Tamara. I am a survivor of a domestic violence relationship and not at any point was David and I in an abusive relationship. He says you, you videotaped it and that you threatened to no, show I re I voice recorded it. He videotaped it. He has a camera in his car. Does that video or your voice recording show any physical abuse? No, it doesn't. All right, so looks like she's still very broken up over... Yeah, I don't... I, you know, I, I can't tell people what to do. But I, I just don't like that. I, I want her to heal first. Like, I, I don't think... I guess she's doing that because people are talking about it, but I just think she just needs to heal first. Man. Well, she also says she loved David so much, and this was really sad to watch. I loved David. He was my best friend. He was an amazing, amazing partner. He was my son's best friend as well. They were mm. best friends. And it's just so hard because... Through everything else, I never expected this from him. Now, I have to be real with myself. Is he acting like this because he found me the way that he found me? Probably. I don't 
Yeah, I mean, it sucks to see people mm-hmm. healing in real time, but, I mean, that might be part of her healing process. You know, That's going true. on Tamron Hall and, you know, venting, getting it off, getting it off her chest for the world to hear. might be part of her healing process. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. All right. Well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about Donald Trump's tax records and this $270 million in debt that was forgiven after he did not pay lenders back. I need his tax advisors, man. Who is his tax people? Jesus Christ. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's wrong with you, Dramos, man? Morning, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, <laughs> Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Goodness gracious. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to the Dodgers. The L.A. Dodgers, they won the World Series last night, so congratulations to them. I'm happy for L.A., man. Drop one of the clues bombs for L.A. I mean, L.A., you know, one of my favorite cities, like I'm sure it is for a lot of us, but uh, just the fact that they've had such a rough couple of years. To see the Lakers win this year and the Dodgers, that's 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 good for the city. Lift the city's morale up. You don't ever say that about my my, my New York teams. Um, my, I have no reason to. When, 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 when have they ever done, when have the Knicks ever done anything to lift up the city of New York's morale? Mm-hmm. Tell me, sir. Huh? Exactly. That Beijing getting to your brain. <laughs> my Gi- uh, the Giants haven't lifted up the morale. My of the Yankees city in a long have. Time. My Yankees have. Not in a long time. When's the last time, sir? Could you just shut up? Uh, All right, stop being delusional. See. Nah, Yankees was a couple years ago. Yankees was about what? Five years ago. Yeah. When? Twenty ten was it? Yeah, no, it was, it was. It was. When the last time the Yankees won a World Series? Somebody Google. Come on. Mm-mm. Y'all should know that if y'all real Yankees fans. I don't remember. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. It's I can tell you the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, 1996. <laughs> okay? Don't tell me it's been a while. Don't tell me about being a while, sir. 2009. 2009. All right. How long ago? 11 years? Decade. 11 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, what else we got Yeezy? Exactly, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've had nothing to smile about in a decade. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Donald Trump and his tax records. You know, he hasn't been wanting to release those. Well, they said he has had more than $270 million in debt forgiven since 2010 after he failed to repay his lenders. This was for a Chicago skyscraper development. So there was an analysis of that. And while that uh, unforgiven debt would usually mean, mean you had a large tax bill, they said he managed to pay almost no federal income tax on that because of the partially because of the significant financial losses his other businesses were enduring this is just i think critical to i don't think he wants people to know this because he gives off this image that he's this great business person and that uh he's rich but i guess you know with these forgiven debts and these uh alleged uh businesses that weren't doing well and losses that he's had it kind of refutes that theory so according to the New York Times, they said Donald Trump arranged for two of his LLCs to borrow more than $700 million for this development in Chicago. Ooh, big PPP scammer. Big PPP scammer. The bank agreed to lend $640 million to the project, but after all these delays, the loan was due. He was trying to get an extension. They did initially grant him one, but then he wanted more extensions, and then he ended up suing them, and they actually forgave $270 million. That's big business. So is any of this illegal? Um, I don't, don't know. Like I don't know that business. it's illegal, but I think he doesn't want people to know this information because of the image of being this savvy business person and being so rich. Mm. And so that would mm. kind of go against 
everything that he stands for. What? Still rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's still able to I get mean, those a, kind a of loans. They get what, $600 million? I mean... They continue, continues to get this type of loan. Oh, you I mean? PPP frauders eat your heart out. <laughs> Those small timers. All right, now, Brianna Taylor, let's get ready for this interview that is happening on CBS this morning. Two grand jurors will be speaking to Gail King, and these two men did ask to remain anonymous for their own safety, and they said they were never given the option to consider murder or manslaughter charges, and they said that what the police did that night was criminal. Can I ask you what you both think of the police uh, behavior and actions that night? Negligent. They couldn't even provide a risk assessment, and it sounded like they hadn't done one. So their organization leading up to this was lacking. That's what I mean by they were negligent in, in, in the operation. Number two? They were criminal leading up to this and everything that the way they moved forward on it, including the warrant, uh, was deception. I don't even know what to do with that information. I need someone way smarter than me to break that down. Like, what does that mean for the overall Breonna Taylor case, especially uh, on a federal level? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's it's going to the federal level. So I wonder what that what that does for the for the overall case. Right. Well, I'm just hoping that these police officers do have to be held accountable for killing Breonna Taylor, and and then the uh, the cover up, also the attorney general for his covering things up and for being dishonest. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're hoping for. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. YFN Lucci. He was on uh, a jet ski, and he was uh, doing backflips off the jet ski. He was wearing his $75,000 Cuban link. Ooh, he, look at that rich Negro. He did a backflip, and when he went in the water, he, he's now, he hasn't seen that uh, Cuban link since. That's rich Negro problems. Why would you wear a $75,000 chain into the water? That is a good question, my friend. I'm, I'm a, my mentality, even to this day, like I have play clothes. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I have play clothes and I have regular clothes. I still have that type of mentality. So why would I go in the water with a $75,000 chain on? Okay, if I'm wearing a $75,000 chain, I'm going somewhere. Okay, and it's rented, and I'm taking it back the very next day. 800-585-1051. I guess the question is, what have you ever lost that had some some nice value to you? All right, material now, things? Yeah, material things. I lose everything. Oh, That's why even like with jewelry and stuff, I don't like to spend a lot of money on jewelry because I know I'm going to lose it at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty good with my jewelry. I, I actually lost a bracelet in South Africa, which was pretty expensive, and I went back to the club to try to find that and lost it. And then um, I you was... You almost lost some chains. Yeah, I was with... Yeah, it was, it was a similar chain to YF and Lucci's. We got, we, we got to the airport. We were an hour away from our hotel, and we got to the airport... And usually I know where my jewelry is because you got to take off your jewelry when you walk through the metal detectors or pull it out your bag so they can see what it is because it looks like a, a weapon. And when I went in that bag and that chain wasn't there, man, I almost cried. I got back in that cab. I, I left everybody, went back to the hotel. He did, we were online about to go through security and we just turned around and left. I, I, I ran. I, I was, was like, like oh, I was like, oh my goodness. I said, cleaning people going to get that going there and just take my chain. I went back and uh, when I got back, actually the cleaning lady uh, actually held it. She brought it back downstairs. So I found her and gave her That's a That's why a you nice should wear tip. fake jewelry like me. When I had a Cuban link chain, it was absolutely <laughs> fake. Swoop to my man, Mr. Flawless. Swoop to my guy, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson said he wanted to go get a Cuban link. I said, Pete, you don't have to buy no real Cuban link. You're Pete Davidson. So we went down to Mr. Flaws and we got us some nice, cheap, gold-plated fake jewelry. <laughs> All right? Okay? Goodness I would have If I late, I would have got on that plane like, keep that little thousand dollars that we paid for them, <laughs> pay for them chains, okay? Most valuable thing I ever lost was a Nintendo game in sixth grade. It was Kung Fu. Remember that Kung, yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah, game yeah. Kung Fu? 
Yeah, I lost that. Hurt, broke my heart. Still think about that to this day. And I had this little red Honda Civic around. Um, yeah, it's up there. Somebody it's, bought that for me because I think I talked about it. <laughs> I talked about losing my game and, and I think my first book and somebody bought that for me. Yeah, somebody set it up there. Yeah, Somebody I, did I, I bring a Kung Fu Nintendo yeah, game. Yeah, somebody yes. sent you a Kung Fu Nintendo game. Man, boy... Old traumas are so hard. But listen, and then, um, <laughs> and then I had a red Honda Civic, uh, and I didn't get an oil change, and it broke down on the side of the road, and I left that, too. So I lost that. Those are the two most valuable things I ever lost in my life. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. One of the most valuable things you lost in your life. Yee has lost jewelry. She says she always loses jewelry. All the time. That's why I don't really buy anything too expensive, because I know I might potentially lose it. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about YFN Lucci. Uh, he was recently in, I believe, Miami. He was wearing a $75,000 Cuban link, and they were doing flips off the side of his jet ski, and he did it, and that was the last time he's seen his Cuban link chain. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what's the craziest thing or the most valuable thing you've lost? All right? Now, I'll tell you about mine. Uh, I lost a, a bracelet out in South Africa. Really pissed off about it. Now, Yee, what, what did you lose? Um, I lose stuff all the time. Like, I always lose one earring. Mm -hmm. So I, for one, at a period of time in my life, I would always wear two different earrings. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm not going to not wear this one just because I lost the other one. Most recently, remember when uh, we were at Diamonds Direct? Is that what it is? Yeah, Diamonds, Diamonds Direct. Direct, yep. Out in and I bought Dallas, some stuff. Right? Definitely lost the ring that I bought also. You lost that ring? Yeah. I don't know where it is. That was Dallas. That We were in Dallas, right? Mm, no, I think we were in San Antonio. San Antonio, San Antonio. You lost that ring? Yes. That ring was expensive. I know, so I lost that. Oh, my um, goodness. I'm not sure where the chain is. That you lost the chain too? Yeah, I think I'm not. I don't, you know what? I think I only know where the earrings are right now. I don't have these kind of rich. That stuff was expensive too. That wasn't no cheap stuff. Hand me that kung fu video game, Envy. This is the me, this this is the most valuable thing I ever lost in my life. Okay, two times in my life, you know, I lost things that were valuable. This was in sixth grade. You see this right here? This Nintendo game. This is kung fu. Okay, mm -hmm. it's not the '64. It's not the goddamn Wii. It's the OG NES. And I had this kung fu video game in sixth grade, and I let someone hold it, and they never gave it back to me, and that hurt. That was a terrible loss. It was such a terrible loss that I even wrote about it. I think in my first book, Black Privilege. I don't know where I talked about it, but wherever I talked about it, somebody bought this up to to Breakfast Club because they know how much <laughs> it hurt me to lose this. You know how valuable it was to have this video game in sixth grade and to lose it. To lose it. I remember. The second thing I lost that was very valuable, I had a red Honda Civic in the late 90s, okay? And I didn't get an oil change. So that engine locked up on me and started smoking, and I left that car on the side of the road and never went back for it, all right? You just never just left it there? Just left it there on the side of the road. You know what it was? I left it on the side of the road, and this dude impounded it, and he was charging so much. It was worth more than the car? Yes, he was charging so much to, to get it out of the impound, and I'm like, I'm not paying. I ain't got no money to pay for the engine anyway, so I might as well just leave it. And that's what I did. But those are the two most valuable things I ever uh, lost in my life that have to do with material things. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Elroy, like the Jeffers. 
Elroy like the Elroy Jetsons. Elroy like the Jetsons. I feel you, King. What's happening, Elroy? What's the most valuable thing what? you lost? What's up with y'all? How y'all doing today? Good, good, bro. Bless Black and Holly favor. Definitely. I'm doing amazing myself. But nah, the most of the thing I lost is my wedding ring. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> don't call him here with that lie, sir. Okay, you don't got to <laughs> convince lie, us. I lost that joint twice. Well, the first one broke. <laughs> I, lost, I had three different rings. The first one broke. How you what? broke? G5 in Miami. First of all, how does a wedding ring break, sir? At, at a strip club. Because me and my wife said we was partying. Something happened. I smacked my hand on the table. And that joint just like, I don't know. It you broke. need to change the jewelers, bro. <laughs> Why you had a wood ring? <laughs> yeah, if your if ring broke, <laughs> yeah, you need to right. change the jeweler. <laughs> I do need to change the jeweler, though. Okay, what For else? Sure. Then, I lost, then I lost one in the house. Because after that one, I ordered another one, but the size off. So I lost it in the house. My son ended up finding it like a week later. And then I uh, got another one and then lost the one that my son found. How'd you, lost, how'd you lose the third one, sir? You didn't have nothing descriptive about that one. I ain't losing that one. I still got that one on. Oh, you still got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. That That's Thank a great you, excuse. So if you ever, you know, do slip it off for the wrong reasons, even though I know you don't because black men don't cheat. But if you ever did, then you could say, hey, man, I'm prone to lose my ring. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's King Gemini, man, from Minnesota, man. What How y'all doing? What, what King you doing, Gemini, bro, you two-faced bastard. What you lose, bro? He's <laughs> funny. Hey, real quick, the election is right around the corner. I need everybody to go register for a legal firearm. Fellas and ladies, do that ASAP. One more thing. If I mean, anybody tell need a model, months. Yeah, hey, for real, yeah. And second thing, anybody need a model, hit me up on IG, <laughs> the underscore... <laughs> Hung up on that him. was messed up, Dramos. By the way, it's too late. It's, I mean, I'm not saying it's too late. You should register to own a legal firearm, but you're not going to get it back by November. <laughs> you're definitely not getting it by November 3rd. Well, it depends. You think? Yeah, yeah. Certain areas, you can get it a lot faster. Like mm. New York, New Jersey, you got to go to the local precinct. You got to fill out paperwork. You got to do prints, and then it comes back. Oh, yeah. In New York, New Jersey, weeks, but... you got to get a gun purchaser permit. Yeah. That don't take no six, seven days. No. Mm-mm. It so. depends. If you know the, the chief in the department, you can get it in about a week or so. But if not, mm. it's going to take three months. Well, all I know is November 6th right around the corner. Yeah. So you better find you something. You might have, you might have to get you an illegal firearm. Don't just stop it, man. <laughs> 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the craziest thing or the most expensive thing you've lost? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, what did you lose that was expensive or the craziest thing you've lost? This comes from YFN Lucci. He was in Miami, and he lost his $75,000 Cuban link in the ocean. All right, so let's go to the phone lines. We got Chanel on the line. Chanel, good morning. Good morning, good morning. What's the craziest thing you've lost? All right, so this is also a confession. Uh Um, My stepfather... He raised me since I was four. Um, I was his own, his mother. I was, you know, her granddaughter nonetheless. She bought me, well, excuse me, she bought her first pair of diamond earrings, passed them down to me, and I lost them. Damn. Never that's horrible. One. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for making me feel better. <laughs> what? That is, it is horrible. I feel bad for you. Wow. That's okay, well, you know what? The sun will come out tomorrow. Hakuna Matata. Okay, uh, it's not a loss, it's a lesson. Off my chest. Off my chest now. I never told anybody. Damn. Damn. Where'd you lose it at? 
I have no idea. I can't even lost. think of where I was. I just know I lost. I know I don't have them. Right. It's <laughs> lost. I found some diamond earrings in the early 2000s. Oh, then they probably mine. I pawned them. Damn it. I'm playing. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Brandon. Yo. Yo, what's up, bro? What's going on? Yeah, good morning, bro. What's the craziest thing you've lost or the most expensive thing you lost? Bro, I ain't going to lie. I done lost cars, jewelry, but I just lost 30 racks. Well, first, well how do you lose how a car? Lose a car? Who put the gun to you and took your racks? Nah, bro, ain't nothing like that going on. <laughs> I got into a little altercation with the police, man. I got a lawsuit going on right now. They oh. kind of caught me a little bit of buzz, so, you know, they had to take the money in. Are you a drug dealer? No, bro. I'm a lucrative businessman. What is that? <laughs> yes. What's your business? Yes, that means yes. So, uh, so how did you lose 30000 Uh, I got stopped by the police, bro. You know, like down here, that weed ain't legal, so... You know, I said I had a little bit of get me right, and they they snatched my bread up. How'd you get to thirty thousand, sir? Because that's that's going to determine whether I, you get your money back or not. Because I have a business, I got two businesses. My father owns a daycare he had for twenty years, okay. and I got Tasha owned a daycare on power years. too. It was a front for drug money. What else? <laughs> nah, bro, Charlemagne, you fool. What's your name? Brandon, bro. I'm from Fayetteville. Fayetteville, okay. You're giving them too much information. Maybe you're not a, maybe you're not a drug dealer. I don't think a drug dealer would give their full name on nah, the radio. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Why do you think he's a drug dealer? You said what? Nah. Y'all look me up on the news. You'll see the, you'll see the article. We okay. with you, man. What's the other business you got? The daycare and what else? Uh, I got a car wash. Come check me out, brother. <laughs> man, you got all the money laundering. You got all businesses. the money laundering. You got a barbershop, too. A hair salon. A nail salon. You throw Our parties too? Up early this morning. Nah, we don't party, man. We just work. Right, well, congratulations, bro. King. I'm glad you got your legal businesses going, man. And um, I think it's a shame that those cops took your money like that. And you should be able to get that back easily. Why can't a, why can't a black man have thirty grand in cash on them? Exactly, bro. Well, you gotta just if you have that much money on you and they pull you over, there sometimes they they be like, well, where'd you get this money from? Especially if they found some bud in his car, they probably thought he's a drug dealer. Yeah, and if you answered them the way you I answered really? us, I got my own business here. <laughs> I'm a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, have a nice day. Have sir. a good one, brother. What's the moral of the story, y'all? The moral of the story is uh, mostly it is loss, which teaches us about the worth of things. So, you know, you lose something. You find out how much it's really worth to you when you lose it. That's right. And I don't you really have a lot cared of about that goddamn chance yeah, to right. run back to miss your flight for it. I lost this kung fu game. Hurt my heart. Still breaks my heart to this day. But somebody returned the favor for me. See how God works. So I think you should return the favor for that lady that lost her diamond her diamond errors, bro. Nope, because I ain't nobody tell her to buy them expensive ass earrings. <laughs> I'll get them from her grandma. She should she should put them put them in a safe or something if it really means something to you. All right, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about the BT Hip Hop Awards that were on last night. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Good morning. It's a Wednesday. How y'all feeling out there? I thought there? you had a Halloween costume on. I had to look up to I, see what voice that was. I got my Halloween costume in the uh, the car. The reason I have it in the car is because uh, Halloween is Saturday, and, you know, we usually dress up to go to work, right? But we're not going to be at work on Halloween. So I have it in the car just in case, you know, any. I feel like there's a pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween event. Yeah, oh, you got, oh, you got your costume. I got it in the car right, right wait, now. Emmy oh. had had a suggestion. I thought he wanted to buy you a costume. I didn't say no. buy him a costume. I said we should no. all buy each other costumes in here, 
Edges. Isn't that the same thing as buying him a costume? When I'm buying him personally, it's, it's a bunch of us in here. I'm going to tell you something, Angelie. He texted me and he was like, yo, I think it'd be really dope if he was Prince this year. And I didn't he, say that. And he was like, you remember when Prince had the yellow outfit on with the ass out? And I was <laughs> like, bruh. He was like, what's your size? I'm like, what do you mean? What's my size? You know, every year I tell you guys you should be, you should be Bert and Ernie. No, 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 no. Every year. Because he's going to bring he's going to bring the rubber ducky. I, I never. I want to take a bath with me. I, I never. I never said that. Why is that the episode of Sesame Street? That, was that Sesame Street? Rubber yeah. ducky. Why is that the episode that we remember when it comes to Bert and Ernie? You make bath time. So much fun. The rubber ducky episode. Rubber Why is that the one we remember? Yeah, That's the only one you like. Bert and Ernie were very progressive. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see a lot of gay couples on TV back in those days. So were they a gay couple? Bert and Ernie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Absolutely. Let and you know Google who was the, t- the bottom? The tall one. <laughs> Bert. That was Bert? Bert was the tall one? Yeah, is, is he relating to one. his life right now? Uh, so what are you going to be for Halloween, bro? <laughs> oh, they are indeed a gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> so guess who you going to be? No, guess listen, you, you guys, I think that would be an yeah, amazing... Because you. Um, you guys do look like Bert and Ernie. We do not look like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yes, you do. No, you you definitely Ernie, look like Ernie. Right. Ernie. Nothing Bert and Ernie. And it's even us. both the way you guys are shaped and everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> so who's shaped like Ernie? Which one is Ernie again? I'm Ernie. He's the taller one. Who's the yellow one? Oh, no, the taller one oh, is yeah. Bert. That's the yellow one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. 85 South Show said I, I, I'd be looking orange sometimes, so... Yeah, so that's perfect. <laughs> mm. Ernie's a little orange one. Might be too late to pull that off, though. First, <laughs> I got my costume in the car. Right? What you got? What you, what you, what you be in this shit? Don't worry, but I got a black baseball bat to go with it. What? Mm. Yes. Huh? What could this be? What in a minute? Oh, we know. Seriously, are we dressing up Friday? What in a miniature mask? <laughs> what? No, I got a big one. Oh, it's a Louisville Slugger. Are we dressing what up Friday? What is wrong with him, man? I'm, be, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Are we dressing up Friday or not? Seriously, I need to know. That's you guys. Oh, Angela, you're not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. She's going to be the invisible woman for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we dressing up Friday? Let's do it. All right. Drum? Stephanie, if you're listening, right. I need yeah, you yeah, Friday for my costume. You dressing up Friday, Because now we're doing it. All right. I'm dressing up. Dan, you dressing up Friday? Yep. Nick? Nope. Oh, God. Y'all no fun. All right, let's do it. I like this. I like this. All right, let's... What, we, what, what you want to do? You want to get the rumors right now? Yes, All Envy. Right. All right, let's get to oh rumors. Let's go. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, the BET Hip Hop Awards were last night. Did you guys have the chance to watch? I did, because I'm a... You know, I love the 85 South show, so I, I definitely was uh, in tune for the whole couple hours. Plus, there was nothing else on TV last night, except for the World Series. But who watches baseball? All right. A lot of people. Oh, okay. Well, Kamala Harris spoke about the importance of everybody going to the polls and also supporting HBCUs. I know there is nowhere like an HBCU campus to fully Mm -hmm. appreciate the power, the dignity, and the diversity of the voices in our country. It's where so many of us go to strengthen our voices, to pursue our dreams in the fight for justice. As a country, we face enormous challenges. And now more than ever, we need black scientists and engineers and doctors and teachers and public servants to help us build the shared future that we all deserve. Yeah, I mean, Kamala shouted out the 85 South Show. That was a, I would have much rather seen her interacting with the 85 South Show, though. Because it seemed like isolation basketball when they played that PSA mm-hmm. in the middle of the show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right, well, in addition to that, this was a moment. Master P got the I Am Hip Hop Award presented by Snoop Dogg. Every kid on the block, I want them to know that one day you could make it off that block because I did. This for the dreamers. Mm. This for the ones that they counted out. When they say 
you'll never be nothing. You know that there's no limit to your dreams and your success. Mm. To my son, Romeo, we got a great business together. People always say fathers and sons don't get along when they look at African-American families. We got to grow together. We got to change this together. And it start with us. Dropping the clues bonds for the living legend, Master P, damn it. Absolutely. Okay. All right, another living legend. And listen, this was amazing to me, and I was so happy to see this go down. Rhapsody got her Lyricist of the Year award. The winner is, for Lyricist of the Year, mm -hmm. Rhapsody. Oh! All right. Oh! Mm -mm -mm. Oh! I, I want to bring the award. And hold up, wait a minute. Here, this is I for you. I came here to do a but if you still want to rap, you can, you know what I'm saying? This your first one? This is my first award for anything. Wow. Anything. I'm happy that it's from BET, because it means something that is from a black network. Yeah. And for us, for lyricists of the year, yeah. right. the women don't always get represented for that. Drop one of the clues bombs for Rhapsody. Y'all know I love Rhapsody. That's my Carolina brethren. If Rhapsody had a penis, y'all would absolutely be mentioning her with the Kendrick Lamars and uh, the, the J. Coles and the Drakes. She is that phenomenal. She gets busy. Absolutely. Actually better than uh, all of those people I named except for Kendrick. Well, that was dope, and she was actually she up against Big Sean, the baby, Drake, J. Cole, and Megan Thee Stallion. So congratulations to Rhapsody. And yes, she, she did still have to rap in the cypher. Yes, she did. Martin had a dream pop, Brianna couldn't dream pop. Call me rap three pops when I holler team rock. Jamla with an attitude, they never ever charge cops. When they aiming at our body, blah, 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 blah. F the police, the slogan, till we pop the Trojan. And they condemned, I feel like Odin. Courtney's bad, so they be on the offense. They shoot our black skin, repubs and odems. We don't owe them. Trump ain't the answer, we gotta say Biden. I feel like Biden, let go of my vices. The biggest gangs ain't the blood crips of vices. And it's okay. not that Rhapsody can just rap. She can make great records. Go get Layla's Wisdom. Go get her last project, mm -hmm. Eve, and you will see why I rate her so high. Drop on the clues bombs for Rhapsody, man. Speak to my guy, Knife Wonder. And a shout-out to all the women from the BET Hip Hop Awards last night. They actually had the ladies of R&B doing a cypher as well over Brandy's I Wanna Be Down. At the, at the 2020 division. Year 2020, I went with my intuition. Black females, we gon' flourish in these conditions. Border front line, not in your kitchen, I'm on a mission. Be seven out now, go streaming for all your feelings. Blessed to finally see it completed and not deleted. From saving all the waving by the polar, I'm genius. With global climate rising, I keep it cool like anemic. Said I love you, then I mean it. Ain't no half in between it. Had to look inside that mirror to understand what a queen is. Trying to teach my mini me that our skin is not a weakness. Can't just settle at the surface, cause that trauma cut the Deepest. That was the best cypher right there, by the way. We do, we can all agree on that, right? The Brandy, her, and um, that was dope. Mm -hmm. uh, Tiana, Tiana Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, Erica Badu. Erica Badu. That was to me. I mean, to me personally, that, that was, was dope. The best Absolutely. Cypher. I actually thought I would have liked to see Rhapsody in that one, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. But I thought it was the best one. Right. Well, I guess that one was an R and B one mm -hmm. for "I Want to Be Down." So they put Rhapsody in there. Hip hop. I, I, I thought it was dope. Cypher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brandy debuted her, her her new teeth, dropping the clues bombs for people that get new teeth. Teeth are very important. Mm. Okay, people like to invest in the wrong things nowadays. Forget your Birkin bag, we'll get you some finesse. Okay. All right. In addition to that, the '85 South Show, as you know, hosted the evening. So shout out to them. They were actually on the Breakfast Club, and one thing that they talked about was their loyalty to Nick Cannon. Y'all think it's over though? Nah, I think it's gonna Man, come back. Listen. I hope that there's some type of beacon of hope to where it can come back the right way. But, you know, for us, it's when when we say it's over, it's just like, 
you know what I mean? If Nick isn't the host, then we ain't even hey, thinking about going one. back over. Going on the yes. show. What if they asked the three of y'all to be the host? Yeah, I mean, no, that was always no, the right. thing. It was always, they was always saying they was grooming DC. I wanted to be like given to me from the OG. From Nick, gotcha. His, his, his right. I, it's, it's not corporate. All right, Nick Cannon responded and said, Solid recognizes Solid. I yeah. sincerely love these kings. Yeah, very honorable. And I'm That's actually dope. shocked that Viacom hasn't bought Wild and Outback. Like, uh, you know, got, got things right with Nick. Maybe you know? they're doing it behind the scenes. Possibly. They might still be working it out. Possibly. Because it's not like, you know, Nick hasn't been doing the work and he's still doing the mass Singer. He's still doing, you know, the radio show and all that other stuff. So it's just like, okay. Right. The brother made a mistake. Can we get to some uh, reconciliation? In our culture? Or does everything always have to be cancel, cancel, cancel? All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And I just want to remind you guys to make sure that you vote. It is so important. And the last day to vote is going to be on November 3rd. Trying to get this Levi's read for you guys so that I can tell you. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. The last day to vote early is Friday, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. yeah, so if you need any information on where you need to go vote, voting how-tos and all of that, uh, Levi's is teaming up with Rock the Vote, and you can text 788-683 to get registered and find out whatever date you need to know and voting how-tos from Rock the Vote. All right. Now, Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, man, um, there's a young man in Florida. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he needs to come to the front of the congregation because this is a teachable moment, and this is what everybody should be prepared for uh, next week, Okay. After the election. All, All right. right. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Well, make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes. You are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. For the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. <clears throat> With Charlemagne the guy. I don't yes. know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, October 28th goes to a 26-year-old Florida man named James Blight. Now, we are six days away from the 2020 presidential election. Uh, I have PTSD from 2016, so I don't know what's going to happen as far as who's going to win and who's going to lose, but whoever wins this election, just know it's not going to change America. This isn't back to the future. This is not Avengers Endgame. There is no time traveling happening, so you can change certain events in history to prevent bad things from happening. No! This is America. And as Langston Hughes once said in a, in a piece he wrote called Democracy, democracy will not come today, this year, nor, nor ever through compromise and fear. Okay, that is the main reason things won't change because you have too many of us black people in positions of power in these campaigns, positions of power in government who are too quick to compromise with our oppressors. And we all know our, our oppressors cannot also be our saviors. Okay, why are they compromising? Because they're scared. All right, fear. That's why Langston Hughes said democracy will not come today, this year, nor ever through compromise and fear. Negroes are scared to show up as their full selves uh, when they work in government. And that's why nothing ever gets done for black people in regard to the government. But I'm saying all that to say, you know who's not scared? Trump supporters. Okay, they are fearless and they are not willing to compromise with those of us who want America to live up uh, to its creed of freedom, justice, equality and liberty for all. No. And words F your all. Okay, y'all don't. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all not part of this all. And if you think on November third, if you think on November third, uh, if it doesn't go the way they want, they're not gonna tear this country up. 
I can already see it coming. The same smoke that, you know, they have for BLM protesters calling them looters, rioters, criminals. When, when all these white supremacist groups and MAGA supporters wild out next week on Election Day, we know this administration and law enforcement won't have that same energy at all. But it's very important to know what these people are capable of, okay? Because whenever your Uncle Charlotte, whenever Lennard gets to telling folks they need to exercise their Second Amendment rights, especially black folks, people get to losing their minds. No, Charlemagne, don't say that. You are encouraging violence. No, I am an American, and I believe in my constitutional rights to bear arms and defend my house and my family. And the people that are actually violent and want to do us harm, they're armed, so why the hell shouldn't we be? I've been on this radio for months telling you that a black person owning a legal firearm in America is a form of self-care. Did you listen? If you did, congratulations. If you didn't, then good luck. And I don't even believe in luck, but I'm praying for you. Okay, the rest of us, we know God protects us, but we still sleep with our gats. Word to Curtis Jackson. Because, see, you have no idea how far some Trump supporters are willing to go. Now, keep in mind, this is Florida. Okay, and Florida fool is different than other fool. What does your Uncle Shala always tell you? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this guy, James Blight, is one of those Florida fools for sure. But he is a representation of the type of mayhem and chaos I am expecting next week. Uh, what did James Blight do? Let's go to Spectrum Bay News 9 for the report, please. This is 26-year-old James Blight of Haines City, and here he is again in a predominantly black neighborhood on a bulldozer that he stole from a construction site. He goes on to destroy property that had Biden signs in their yard. Now, originally, reports say Blight told Haines City PD that he was drunk, but I spoke to them, and they said when they arrested him, he wasn't. The police chief now saying it's absurd that a grown man thinks he has the right to destroy someone else's property based on their political opinion. Now, at last check, the Haines City Police Department told me Blight is being charged with trespassing on a construction site. Grand theft greater than 20000 and criminal mischief of 1000 But Adam Burgess said that's not enough, adding that he feels this is a clear and present hate crime. He didn't just destroy somebody's property. He stole a bulldozer, okay, and ran over the Biden-Harris signs in this person's lawn. This is gremlins-like behavior. This is like when the gremlin drove a bulldozer through the fourth wall in Gremlins 2. Nobody else in here saw Gremlins 2, just me. Classic movie. I said first one. Um, Trump supporters are gremlins, okay? The rest of us are mogwai, all right? Trump supporters are willing to do anything, anytime, anyplace. They don't care about the mayhem and destruction they cause. This guy stole a bulldozer and ran it over people's Biden-Harris signs. You got white supremacists plotting to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Five days ago, you had the kid in North Carolina who got caught with a van full of weapons, and he was plotting to kill Joe Biden. Seven days ago, you had the dude in Maryland who was arrested for threatening to kill and kidnap Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. But you're not paying attention. You think that this is normal, and you think it's going in normally. Well, your Uncle Charlie Lennard is here to tell you, no, it's not. Okay, everyone needs to look at this situation in Florida as a metaphor for next week, and probably the next few months okay trump supporters if they lose they're looking at it like when life gives you a hurdle then be a bulldozer all right they are ready to run us over so if you are not a trump supporter you should look at it as life is a bulldozer and you could be rubble or you could be mount everest who do you plan to be next week huh because whether you want to or not you're gonna have to decide all right choose wisely because trust me when i tell you guys like james blight are willing and ready to do whatever it takes please let remy ma Give James Blight the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. I started to play a game of guess what race it is, but I think um, I think we probably all know, right? Yep. Okay. What mm -hmm. do you think? 
pretty much. Well, there you have. <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert. There's nothing that makes you think he could be black. No. What if it was an Escalade he was running over people's signs? <laughs> <laughs> With size rims. <laughs> All right. Up next, Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Jay. Jay, what's your question for Ask Yee? All right, well, I'm 30, right? A mm-hmm. uh, couple of months ago, I met a young lady. She's 21, you know, uh, very attractive. Uh, got to know her real well. She's really, really sweet, all that. Uh, we in love. I say we in love. But one thing I noticed about her, the more we hang out, the more we go out, is no matter where we go, she has to show, like, the most skin. Like, it don't matter where we go. She's, like, tube top, little short, stomach out, legs out, breasts out, and it's everywhere. Like, she can't even go to the corner store without doing that. Okay, was she like this when you first met her? Well, we didn't meet in that type of atmosphere, so I didn't oh, really you met online. see her... Now nah, we didn't meet online. I met her at her place of work. So I didn't, you know, get to see okay. her around friends and stuff like that. And to me, like, she's 21. You know, she's, uh, I don't want to say she's in her prime, but, you know, she looked she look good. You know, she wants to show it off. I'm cool with that. But she swears that she doesn't see, she says she doesn't realize that the more cleavage she has out there, the more dudes is going to be, you know, up in her face. And when they do get in her face, like, they look at her or whatever, she locks eyes with people like she says she's not doing it but i swear i'm peeping it every time we go out okay so you think that maybe the fact that she's 21 years old and you're 30 maybe she's not all in and you're a little bit jealous that perhaps you feel like she's interested in other people and she likes the attention she gets no i know she's all in because it wasn't my suggestion to be exclusive or anything like that she's like yo i'm a one guy woman this is, you know, I, I want to be with you, blah, 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 that's it. You know, and I believe her. She's sincere. What's her Instagram? <laughs> oh, her Instagram is uh, K-I-S-S-M-Y-A-S-S. Thank you. I did that for all the single brothers out there because the way you're describing her, she sounds amazing. Anyway, it sounds amazing. like she's very confident she in herself. It sounds like she's very confident no, but- in herself. And if you don't have problems within your relationship and if you trust her... Then it sounds like it's the, the guys. Eyes, what about the what about the locking eyes though? Like I, I feel I mean, like she holds the stare a little too long, and like she postrates. Like if somebody looks at her, she'll like do a little stretch. Like it, it's funny. You think I'm just imagining it? She said she doesn't do it. I can't tell you what's really happening. You know, she is only 21 years old. She sounds like a very confident woman. Like you said, she's attractive. Guys are gonna listen. Regardless, if you're attractive, guys are going to look at you anyway, no matter what you have on. I'm saying, no, but does she have to have the big guns out all the time? Does she have to go to the gas station with the big guns? She goes to work. She puts on so much perfume. Like, it's like she craves the attention. Uh, this is um, exactly why I don't wear great like, the fact that they're like, oh, like, they're looking and they're like, oh, my God. Like, she craves that. Yeah, I mean, look, that is a whole nother conversation. I, I can't tell you if she's doing this be, and if she crazy. It seems like that's how you're interpreting it. 
You know, maybe her overconfidence to you looks like uh, she's a hunger for attention or whatever it is. But it seems like the way that you describe her, she's going to get that attention regardless. Right. And part of what probably attracts you to her is her confidence and her beauty. Like you've said, other guys are going to feel that, too. But if you feel confident in your relationship, then I think you should let her be who she is if that's who she is. I don't think you should try to stifle well, her. What about what about the what about the locking eyes? Though, because I don't care. She can wear what she wants. She's hot, you know. I don't mind. It ain't a right. situation where I'm like somebody's gonna take her. But I think you should have a real conversation with her. With mm-hmm. I think you should tell her that. I think you should be like, look. Just do me this favor. I think you're beautiful. You're amazing. I love your confidence, but I'm not comfortable with you when somebody's staring at you, you staring back. And that's it. And I think that relationships are about compromise, and she should be able to respect that. And when she does it, you should point it out right away. But but one more more thing. She says she's oblivious. She said, she says, oh, I never realized that uh, if my breasts are out more, dudes are looking more. You don't tell me that's not absurd. <laughs> Don't try to use my word. Um, I mean, look, she's just used to getting attention. And I, l- like I said, as a woman, and I know how guys are, whether or not you're covered up, guys are going to look. And that's no, on them. You, you don't understand. As long as they don't you touch. Know, but we talk about a little tube top and maybe like a, a, a tight T-shirt. I don't mind that. that you can still mm-hmm. see a breast of pink, but a little tube top where they're swinging all over? You got to know somebody's <laughs> going to be looking a little harder. At the end of the day, you can't tell your woman how to dress, period. Like you said, you're okay with it. It's not that. It's the locking eyes that bothers you. You cannot ever tell your woman how to dress. You can express to her that you're like, look, I'm, you know, sometimes it makes me uncomfortable. And if she loves you, then she might want to adjust accordingly. I think you should always express if something bothers you, but you cannot tell her what to do and what not to do. If that's who she is and that's how she dresses, either you deal with it or you leave. I no doubt. I, I feel you. I feel you. Maybe I, I talk to the locking about it. eyes. If that's though, really Gabe. what the, if that's really what the situation is that you have a real issue it's with, I think you need to point it out to her when she does it. Be like, look, you doing it. You just did it right now. You should point it out to her every time so that she could be more aware of it. I do it. She says I'm tripping. You might be. I don't know. I can't say. I'm not there. But and she is only 21. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, do I do I give her a pass because she's 21? Because at 21, like, you want those eyes, right? You like those. Yeah, uh, she's those only 21, looks, right? Right, and I think you know, at 21, you still want her to to maintain her confidence and all of that, but she's young. Yeah, I feel you. I'm trying not to, you know, I don't want to dim her light. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. Yeah, dim don't light. dim her but light. Anyway, lift her up. Yo, Yee, I love you. I love you. I uh, I listen to so many episodes of Lip Service that I know about Ling Ling and all that. <laughs> All right, thank you. I appreciate that. We got some good ones coming up too. <laughs> All right, no doubt. I'm gonna stay locked in. All right, good Y'all luck. Peace, DJ MVP. Peace, King. Ask Ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Ye. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning. I'd rather remain anonymous. All right, anonymous. What's your question for Yee? Okay, so me and my boyfriend, we have been together for about seven going on eight years. And last year, my mom and my sister basically told me that he plans on proposing to me mm. on his birthday, on his, on his 30th birthday. Aww. Yeah, they ruined the surprise. So oh, I'm like, damn, whoops. you know. So why would they do that? I don't know. It pissed me off because I'm like, why would you tell me that? You know what I'm saying? 
So now his 30th birthday is next month. And I'm like, should I tell him, you know, that no. I know so he won't do it? Don't tell him. But I don't want to be, like, fake surprised. Like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, but you know how disappointed he'll be? I feel like in this particular situation, you kind of got to play it off. Now at least you know you got a fresh manicure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm going to be, be so fake. Like, I'm going to be drunk because it's his 30th birthday, but I'm going to be fake. It's gonna piss me off. And you better, you better tell your mom and sister. I don't know. They be spilling the beans, so I don't know if they'll go and admit to him. And I want to tell him. I want to be like, you know, you know, my mom and sister told me. So do it on another day because I already know. Yeah, but then it's already kind of like you know it's gonna happen. So right. But what if it don't happen? I'm like, what the? You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. That's my auntie was telling me. She was like, girl, you've been with him for that long. You might as well just take your ring and you know. I'm like, but auntie. I probably, because, like, this has happened before. Like, I remember, but this is a bigger deal than, like, a surprise yeah. party because that's the beans have been spilled on that before, and I just pretended right. I didn't know. But if it was me, I would just mm-hmm. let him still propose and have his moment and be excited because no matter what, you're still going to be happy. I know, but... It's, it's not, still going to be special. He probably got all kind of things planned. You don't want him to have to be like, man, damn it, now I'm not going to do it that day because no matter what, you excited. All right, and at, and that's the bigger deal. And shame on your mom and sister for I doing know, that. They did me, I'm like, why would y'all do that? Like y'all wanted a big surprise for me. Like, and, and, and I would tell them, work. y'all better not ever tell him that. You, and maybe later on down the line, after y'all been married, you'll admit it. But yeah, I just I'm think, like, why for, you tell yeah, because that'll kind of ruin his birthday too. That's what I'm saying. But it's gonna ruin. It's a big day for me. Like it's that's something big for me. Yeah. I feel like I should tell him. No, it's so going to be big for you. It. It's going to be big for you regardless. And then I, if, if it's his 30th birthday party, all his friends going to be there. All cameras going to be on me, on my reaction. Right, so now and you prepared, girl. <sighs> if you can oh, fake an orgasm, so you can fake a surprise. Yeah, now you're going to be prepared. You're going to be super cute. You're going to make, maybe you a little get your hair done, makeup done. Make sure you look super fly because you know this going everywhere. But that's the thing. I'm going to do that anyway because it's his 30th yeah. birthday. Party, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I don't fake orgasm, Charlamagne. How dare you? <laughs> huh. She's like, I don't have to. Huh. Uh, exactly. If it's if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I'm gonna sit there and look stupid. Like, get yeah, tell him <laughs> he's got his own insecurities. Um, but yeah. But listen, I just think don't ruin his thirtieth birthday. Just be excited, be you know surprised and happy, and mm-hmm. you will be anyway. You probably gonna cry. Everyone's gonna be there. There's probably no better time for him to do it than. At his birthday party because everyone's going to be there. So just roll with it. All right. All right. I hope you don't know your voice. Uh, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) She lied like hell. Okay. All right, mama. All right. right. Ask ye. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we are going to be talking about what's coming on your TV. Barack Obama and LeBron James sitting down and talking together. Also, who is going to be a new addition to The Basketball Wives? All right, well, rumors coming up next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, so Barack Obama and LeBron, they'll be talking about racial justice on the shot right before the election. So if you want to check that out, that episode will air on Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, the Obama episode. H- uh, the shop don't come on regular HBO no more? I saw it say HBO Max. I don't know. Damn, you just gonna fart like that on air, bro? <laughs> Stop, it's the mic. Move the mic. Oh, <laughs> no, that was your ass. That's the mic. I know the difference between a mic and an ass. Jesus what? Christ. 
You heard that, Yee? I did. I don't know what he's doing. It was the mic. Bro, you don't know nothing bro. about my ass. I'm, I'm definitely watching uh, the shop on Friday, though. I want to see. Um, I want to see that. Well, good. Yes, I'll be watching that as well. Now, let's talk about Reason from TDE. Love Reason. He was on lip service, and he talked about a couple of different things, like how Ari Lennox fans were mad at him because of the song Might Not Make It. Listen to these lyrics. Drink a bottle of wine with Ari Lennox on some linen sheets and rub it down with Shea, but the vocals make the sex elite. Well, here's what he had to say about Ari Lennox having to defend him. Some of Ari Lennox fans got mad and, like, Ari joked with me about it. So I'm like, how are y'all mad if the person that I'm talking about isn't like me and Ari? And I didn't really name anybody that, like, I, I either named people that I didn't care about my relationship with or that I had a great, <laughs> rela- or that I had a great relationship with. That's crazy when artists got to defend, um, defend artists against fans. <laughs> but, I mean, fans don't be knowing the whole story, so fans probably don't know Reason and Ari cool. Right. You know what I mean? And right. that is, is, is just music. They probably took it as, you know, he was dissing her or something. In addition, he also weighed in on the whole SZA and Drake situation where Drake told everybody, you know, in a song that he did used to date SZA. You think that um, Drake was wrong for mentioning that he dated SZA? I think it was a little unplayer, but at the same time, I don't know the context of what like conversation they had before that. I do think he should have did his homework a little bit as far as the years because that didn't <laughs> line up. Yeah. But uh, SZA came through and cleaned it up for him. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I do think he should have did his homework on that. Uh, but yeah, I just think it was a little unplayer. But I didn't think he did nothing that he said nothing that was too you know disrespectful yeah. or crazy. You know what else is stupid about the reason song might not make it now that I think about it? Like he starts the song off by saying. This is just a joke, right. FD sensitive ass Negro. Like I, I love uh, uh, Riz's new project, um, the New Beginners joint. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reason, I'm a reason fan. I like reason. He's dope. All right, now Beanie Man is asking for prayers. He fainted at his mother's burial. A lot of people were talking about it. There was video, and he said, "With sincere gratitude, there are not enough words to fully express my heartfelt thanks for the sympathy, love, and virtual support of my fans, friends, coworkers, family, and my well wishers." He also says that um, my heart broke and I blacked out for a few minutes. When I revived, I saw my closest friends and my family around me. Damn, man. Prayers up for Beanie, man. Absolutely. You know, you don't, you don't wish that on your worst enemy. That's mama. You know what I'm saying? That's who you, that's who you came from. That's like your original foundation, the, the, the only person on this planet who probably has unconditional love for you. So, you know. And he's done a lot of things in honor of his mother, too, as well. And, by the way, if you saw the BET Hip Hop Awards, he was there. He introduced some of Jamaica's standout stars. They represented, um, and they did Welcome to Jam Rock Freestyles. That was Bounty Killer, Coffee, Skip Marley, and Shansia. All right. Now, Playboy is suing Fashion Nova, and that is for those bunny costumes. So... You know, they did sue Rich the Kid just last week, and now they're saying that it's a trademark infringement. So you can't have bunny ears? So you telling me that Playboy has a patent on bunny ears? That's well, crazy. it kind of looks like the Playboy bunny uniform, so they're saying it's a blatant ripoff. It's bunny ears. I mean, I'm I think it's a whole outfit. Yeah, it definitely you know? is. I haven't even seen it in the How is it? It's bunny ears. You can't put bunny ears? I haven't seen it. Show me well, a picture. It's a whole black bodysuit, a bow tie, collar, tuxedo cuffs, and the With the low tail? The tail, yes. Yeah, that's definitely Playboy bunny status, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Chadwick Bozeman's brother, Kevin, has celebrated two years in remission from cancer. So let's send Kevin Bozeman some love. Absolutely. He posted, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2018 and underwent four rounds of chemotherapy. I'm in remission. You read right. I am in remission. Damn. All right. Lamar Odom's ex, Liza Morales. And, you know, she's been up here on The Breakfast Club. She is allegedly joining Basketball Wives LA. So she has three children with Lamar Odom. I thought she lives in New York. They were together for years. Maybe she moved to L.A. by now. Mm. 
Listen, there's a lot of people on these franchises that don't necessarily for real live. You're right. Where they film it. Right. But I'm glad that you made it seem real. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, so she's supposed to be um, joining that show. So. Okay. Congrats to her. Yes, congrats, Liza. All right, in Colin Kaepernick Netflix series, they have casted Jaden Michael in that lead role to play young Colin Kaepernick. So... Ava DuVernay posted collaborating with Colin on this series has been a proud journey thanks to Netflix and our partner at Starberry Mike. A story about identity, imagination, and intention. Congrats, Jaden Michael. He was in the get down, too, by the way. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's DJ Envy, and for 55 years, the General Insurance has been giving people affordable auto insurance with excellent customer service. Get custom coverage that's right for you and immediate proof of insurance. Call them at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You all right? Did he fall? <laughs> he fainted. You <laughs> heard a big boom. One of our producers passed out. <laughs> the dramas are so foul, man. Drama, so you pass out again? I mean, it's a, it's a it. valid he question. He passed out man before? passed out one time over here. He did? He was, yeah. yeah he was, what do you he do? Was none of us noticed. He was on the ground for like 10 minutes. None of us noticed. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, two, that's like two out of six of us that have passed out up here. <laughs> So when Charlamagne passed, passed out, out of here and nobody said nothing? No, we passed out. When Charlamagne oh, passed yeah. out of here, we took pictures. Yeah, we took pictures. <laughs> like, world star. We took pictures and was laughing. <laughs> Where was he at? He had to go to the hospital. He went right to the hospital for that one. So and we, our producer passed out on the floor for a long time. Nobody the 10 minutes, nobody, nobody even thought when he was When was this? He's missing. He's in the studio. Yeah, he woke up on the floor. <laughs> Imagine passing out, waking funny, up man. mad. You the one that's laughing. Listen, laughing Imagine passing out, waking up mad that nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> How you going? You gonna laugh back? That's not funny. You, you was the one that was laughing. <laughs> you passed out, wake up mad. Y'all ain't seen me passed out. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It was bad. I think we still had those pictures of Charlamagne passed out on the ground. The and then he had to go to the hospital. To to the hospital. And we didn't even call him for like three days. <laughs> he missed work for like three, like three days. days. We didn't even we call him like, like a Is Charlamagne coming back? Like, Is he alive? <laughs> He was like, yeah, he was a little, he was a little, he needed some, he was eating, he needed some hydration. Oh, well, I was dehydrated. <laughs> Had too much alcohol. Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, positive note is the breakfast club. Oh, that was, I didn't know he was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was right there on the floor. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy, we are the breakfast club. I'm tired today, guys. I don't know why. I know why, because you were up dressed up as Beetlejuice all night. <laughs> Now, I did hear Envy say something about wiping his beard off this morning. So I thought he was He said he needed makeup, and he was so happy that I was here because my makeup artist was here. I didn't say any of that. True. I like how you guys just changed the story, but I am tired. Also, today at noon, we have another Wealth Wednesday with me and Stacey Tisdale, the Real Estate Reset Series. And that's going to be on the Breakfast Club YouTube channel at noon. So make sure you guys check that out. It's about the role that black women have played in the fight for justice and economic equality for all women. And also the importance that home ownership plays in creating financial security for women. So check that out. And we also have a guest host for this one, Gloria Steinem. She's a feminist icon, so make sure y'all check that out. All right, Shulman, you got a positive note? I do have a positive note, man. A positive note is simply this. Sometimes the best thing you can do is not think, not wonder, not imagine, not obsess. Just breathe and have faith that everything will work out for the best. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?